Welcome back to Touring the AFC South. I am your host, Mike Patton, and we have week 11. The Titans took on the Green Bay Packers. The Indianapolis Colts hosted the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Houston Texans hosted the Washington Commanders. Definitely wasn't a winning week. For all the teams, except for the Tennessee Titans, which that's going to be the first game that we're going to talk about. Of course, uh, the recap that one, the recap of that one, where the Tennessee Titans went to Lambeau Field and won twenty-seven to seventeen. Now, when you look at this game and look at the running games of both teams, you thought maybe both these teams are going to run the football a lot and do those type of things, kind of take control. Because you know the last game. Green Bay had against Dallas, they ran the football for over 200 yards. This game did not happen that way. Now, as far as the um, Tennessee Titans, of course, Derrick Henry got to run the football, and he got to try to do his thing against this defense, of course. But he only ran for 87 yards, 28 carries, 87 yards. That's it which is shocking for people that the Titans would put up their best scoring effort of the season without having Derrick Henry get over 100 yards. Now, he did score a touchdown. we got to get that correct. But definitely did his thing. The offense did their thing. And the biggest thing they did was they attacked them downfield. They used play action, and the fact that they more than likely would be stuffed in the box to get their wide receivers open. Uh, now, I've been clamoring for them to kind of formationally get people open and then for the, just to use the guys that can actually run. Like, they did use Traylon Burks this game. Seven receptions, 111 yards, by far his best game as a Tennessee Titan. And the biggest thing with him is he can get separation. He can make those yards after the catch that a lot of the Titans receivers cannot physically do or not really capable of doing. Uh, so did a really good job of scheming him open. Um, and, and definitely the, the Green Bay defenders really couldn't keep up with him, especially when they iced the game away at the end uh, with a, a fly pattern, basically right past uh, Jair Alexander, who is the Green Bay Packers' best corner. Uh, so definitely good there. And then, you know, schemed over open Robert Woods, which, I mean, he had a solid game in this one. Uh, catching the football and then and by the way I'm sorry let me give you his numbers that was six receptions for 69 yards so he definitely had a good game as well of course Austin Hooper he continues to come on uh, four receptions 36 yards and two touchdowns and of course you get the explosive play from Chigo Quanco it's the third straight game in a row he's had an explosive play of for over 30 or more yards first one was 40 I think 48 uh, last game was 41, and this game it was 31. Catch down the left sideline, over shoulder, dove and caught it, 
able to control it and stay in bounds. Great job. Overall, the passing game. This was the best pad the passing game has looked all season for the Tennessee Titans. Of course, Ryan Tannehill goes for 300-plus yards passing. Two touchdowns. You got one interception. Of course, Derrick Henry also goes for a touchdown pass as well, which was to Austin Hooper in the end zone. Jump pass. Definitely a good game. Definitely a good game for the uh, Titans offensively. Defensively, uh, didn't really get a ton of pressure on Aaron Rodgers in terms of sacks. Um, you know, of course, the biggest sack they had came at the end when Jeffrey Simmons got a sack. That was awesome for them because, uh, you know, of course, the Packers are still trying to drive to make some things happen and try to at least make a dent in the score, which they obviously didn't in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, definitely held the running game and went for 200-plus yards the previous week to 56 yards. You read that right. You heard that right. 56 yards. Excellent uh, play there. Of course, did give them a little bit in the passing game with, uh, you know, Christian Watson threw one up over the top to him. And then, of course, you know, well, a couple times they got they got the Titans in the passing game. But just uh, – Looking at how things went, I would say the Titans definitely were the more physical team. They set the tone and the tempo, and in doing that, they imposed their will on the Green Bay Packers and moved to 7-3. and three. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the Colts hosting the Philadelphia Eagles on touring the AFC South with their host, Mike Patton. Going through some things and not quite sure who to turn to? Well, let me tell you about Peace of Mind Counseling and Life Coaching. They offer services ranging from mental health counseling, parenting classes, life coaching services, therapy, alcohol and drug assessments, and so much more. And all the services are monitored by licensed supervisors. Also, They're currently offering free consultations for counseling or life coaching. All you need to do to get started is reach out to them online at www.peacemindclc.com or give them a call at 615-930-1230 to get started. Again, you can reach out to them online at www.peacemindclc.com or give them a call at 615-930-1230. 9301230. So if you feel you need to talk to someone or know someone that needs to talk to someone, take the time to reach out to Peace of Mind Counseling and Life Coaching, where the motto is, it costs you your peace of mind, then it is too expensive. Welcome back after those commercial breaks. And of course, like I mentioned, we will be talking about the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, in this game, <clears throat> the Colts came out and fought. They did. I mean, defensively, they were all, all into it. I mean, only gave up three points in the first three quarters to the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, the defense was flying around. The the uh, the Eagles just couldn't get anything going. 
They just could not get anything going. They really couldn't get the running game like they going like they wanted to. It just seemed like they were stuck in mud. And then when they would get things going, uh, you know, you have a, a fumble here. Uh, uh, what happened? Or just something would happen would just throw them off their trajectory. Well, they did well. Then it came the fourth quarter. They gave up 14 points, outscored 14-3 to three in the fourth quarter, capped off by a late Jalen Hurts run to essentially tie the game and get the lead. Very solid job until the end. Got to finish if you're the, excuse me, Jack, the Indianapolis Colts offense, defense. If You've got to finish if you're their defense. You've got them on the ropes. You've basically held them at bay the entire game. And then at the end, you ease up. You cannot close the door. Gotta finish that one. You definitely gotta finish that one. Had three sacks this game. Had three tackles for loss this game. I mean, they were effective in this game. They were causing the Eagles problems. And along with causing the Eagles Eagles problems, offensively, they were causing them problems. They were running at them. I mean, the test of Indomitian Sue and... um, Testament Damagasu and and Joseph being added to their defense was immediate. And now in some aspects they did well. In other aspects, they gave up a little bit too much. Jonathan Taylor did have himself a solid game, 22 carries, 84 yards, uh, and one touchdown. Uh, but when it came to the second half, it just they stiffened up. They could not put the ball in the end zone on the Eagles. They just could not. The Eagles figured out a way to stop them. Jonathan Taylor was running the football well. Then, you know, it is what it is. And, of course, Matt Ryan, you know, it just just seemed like they couldn't make any of those winning plays when they needed them to finish any drives. And to beat a good team like the Philadelphia Eagles, you have to be able to do so. Unfortunately, they were not. They got scored 14-3 in the last quarter. And Jeff Saturday takes his first loss. I know some are really, really upset over that. <laughs> but, yeah. And now the Colts are 4-6-1. and one, And any chance they have of really, really making the playoffs is just about mathematically gone. We'll see how things keep going week to week with them and whether they stick with Matt Ryan as their quarterback, too. You never know. Uh, also, I do, just do want to mention a, a bright spot other than Jonathan Taylor. For the Colts offense, Michael Pittman Jr., six receptions, 75 yards, and also Paris Campbell, five receptions, 67 yards, which uh, for those that have always been wondering, yes, Paris Campbell is healthy. Paris Campbell is being consistent, which is far better than what they had seen from him in the last few years. So there may be hope out there after all. We're going to take another break, and when we come back, we'll talk about our last game. The Houston Texans hosting the Washington Commanders on touring the AFC South with your host, Mike Patton. For those that have checked out my picture, my new picture for my you know graphics for my podcast, you can tell 
I have a new image, an updated image, a professional looking image. It's time for you to take control of your image. And you can take control of your professional image with a fresh set of headshots by the good folks of Joshua Silver's Photography. Let Josh at Joshua Silver's Photography handle your personal branding, business headshots, portrait, or any other photographic need with great pricing and even better quality. You can reach him via phone at 423-557-6746. Once again, that's 423-557-6746. You can also reach him at Instagram at Joshua Silver's Photography. Or you can reach him on Facebook. Call Joshua Silver's Photography and get yourself booked today. I know I did. And he's got me looking great. Thank you for coming back to touring the AFC South with your host, Mike Patton. Of course, like I mentioned, the last game. The Washington Commanders heading south to take on the Houston Texans. And from the beginning, this was not a game. The Washington Commanders came out handling business, uh, doing what they needed to do. Uh, they got as much as 20 to nothing in this game uh, behind the strength of their defense, actually, to start with. Because, of course, they picked off a pass from... Davis Mills and ran it back for a touchdown, which Davis Mills this game, 19 for 33, 169 yards, two TDs. I don't know what they else they need to see, but it's obvious he's not the quarterback of the future or even the present of this Houston Texans team. I mean, Davis Mills also was their leading rusher, so that tells me right there they have been they were they were came in with a game plan. The Washington Commanders did, and they shut down Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce is the focal point of the Texans offense. He has to be there to alleviate pressure on Davis Mills by running the football, and he has an innate ability to make people, uh, to shrug off tacklers, I should say. And this game, unfortunately, was not able to do so, was not able to get going. Neither, neither was anyone else in the running game. And it led to them just being inept in that, in that aspect. Of course, Brandon Cooks, a week after getting his captaincy of the team stripped from him, three receptions, 70 yards, made a couple splash plays uh, in the second half that the, the Texans did. But it just ultimately wasn't enough, and they were only able to muster 10 points. Now, defensively, uh, after the first uh, initial shock of the first half, they only gave up three more points in the second half. So the adjustments were made, uh, either that or the commanders just went away from their game plan. But that, either which way it goes, the Houston Texans defense definitely did their thing in the second half, keeping the game close at least, or within trying to keep it within striking distance for their offense. But it just did not happen. Uh, this was a game you, you might want to forget about if you're a Houston Texans fan, but. You know, got to be better than this. Cannot go get blank the whole first half and expect to come back. It's just not something that's possible. But the one thing about the Houston Texans is they do have a ways to go. They more than likely will be drafting plenty of pieces to help them next season. Because as you look at this production, they definitely, definitely need it. You can't allow 
what's going on to happen down there, especially with a team with a very small margin to operate. Now, I will speak on another thing. Lovey Smith, his first year, people already talking about his job. Honestly, leave Lovey Smith there. Let Lovey Smith continue to grow with this team. I know doesn't sound the greatest answer in the world, but it's the answer that you're going to get from me. Use him. Use Lovey Smith, Pep Hamilton. Allow them to work and give them pieces to work. So this is as much on the GM as many want to explain uh, about it being on the, the coaches of this team. When you don't have very much talent or you're uh, very, uh, uh, as I would say, just don't have a lot of talent, you have to coach perfect games. And that's not good for anybody. I mean, I'm not even saying that's good for, I mean, say if it was a Tennessee Titans or a uh, uh, Green Bay Packers or someone of that nature, it wouldn't be good for them either because there's no defined plan. So uh, definitely got to figure that out. Got to figure out, um, in the future, what all people can do, what can't, what they can't do, because at this point, Davis Mills is still doing the same, particular doing doing some still rookie things, and eventually that could cost you and your team. So, just giving, you know, I guess a little bit of my mind there on the Houston Texans and what needs to go on. But uh, this is the last game to go over for this week i hope you've enjoyed my breakdowns didn't want to kind of override you with numbers things like that just kind of talk the game of football so you know i do this on twitter as well uh you can find me there at mikepad82 that's m-i-k-e-p-a-t-o-n 82 you can also find touring the afc south on all your listening platforms that you're listening to the show on go ahead subscribe so that way you don't miss any episodes um also, of course, with uh, Spotify, there is a nice, a nice question on the episode and how you like the episode, as well as you can rate the show, which is right below the name of the show in your screens. And then, of course, Apple Podcast, you can actually rate the show. Five stars is expected or would be appreciated, I should say. And, of course, you can write a review, which I'd greatly love for anyone to add a review uh, and talk about what they like about my show. Hey, like usual, it's been fun. We'll be uh, out. And then, of course, you know, have a little bit of guests before the Thanksgiving holiday week. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for tuning in again. You've been listening to an AFC South with your host, Mike Patton. We're out. This video.